little be little that we don't take any recognizance of, we don't take any recognition of. That's how God used it. Remember, David was by a shepherd, shepherding the sheep, stinking of sheep. But when the call came, he was the one to ascend the throne. Amen. Okay, today, I, I, I am really honored and privileged to be here all the way from Birmingham. I have with me Brother Ralph, who is also one of our elders. Amen. One of our elders from Revival City. Amen. Okay, so uh, I hope you will come along with me because I'm going to be ushering you into the spirit. I'm going to be, I mean, I, I preach, I don't preach, I preach with passion. Those who, uh, yeah, <laughs> if you ask any of my, um, you know, members and people who follow me, I preach with passion. And so I want also people who are driven by the thirst of God, the hunger for God, to have the receptive years and to come with me to where God wants to take us. By the end of the day, we will go back, transform, renewed in our mind to do exploits. Amen? Hallelujah. So this is a men's conference, okay? This is a men's conference. And um, uh, I was, uh, when Reverend Chris called me and I was speaking to Reverend Chris, you know, he's my, you know, um, a papa in the ministry. So I was asking him, so what do I have to preach? You know, when somebody will receive an invitation, they say, oh, I'm coming with my word. God has anointed me. No, no. You know, you have to speak to the, the papa of the house. And, and I was asking him, what do you want me to preach? What are the people, what, what, what are they expecting me to preach about? And he said, well, the things that they need to know about business, the things that they need to know about living a stress-free, stress-free life, things that they need to know about being courageous. Amen. So today I've titled the message as the courageous man. The courageous man. You see, you can be here and probably you don't have all the accolades. Amen. Probably you don't have all the titles. But my God is able. Amen. I'm saying my God is able. And so he's able to use anything anything at all. As long as you avail yourself, God is going to use you what? Powerfully. So the title of the message today that I've prepared is um, The Courageous Man. Amen. The Courageous Man. And before we, we, we start, I want us to pray that the Lord will take over this room, this auditorium. That he will speak through his vessel to reach out to his people. That he will not go back the same, but he will be renewed, transformed in your mind to go and do exploit. That there will be leaders and not followers. That they will be at the top and not beneath. That it will shine always. And they shall be eaten with the elders of the land. In Jesus' name. And all of the saints shall say, Amen. Okay. So the courageous men, if you have to take notes, you have to take notes. Amen. The courageous men. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 1 to, 1 to 11. And I will then go to Joshua 3. And I'm going to use that as the basis for the message today. So Joshua chapter 1. And verse 1 to 11, it says, Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, Jordan, down, and all these people unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel, Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that I have given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and from the wilderness and the Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river if it is all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun, shall be your course. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of your life, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you, nor forsake you. Now, 
Watch this. Verse 6, he says, Be strong and of a good courage, for unto these people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Verse 8 says, then, then this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, and thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. Now verse 9 says, Have I not commanded thee, be strong and of good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whatsoever whatsoever thou goest. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the host, and command and command the people, saying, Prepare you victuals for three within three days ye shall pass over the Jordan to go into the and possess the land which the Lord your God giveth unto you. Amen. And then Joshua 3. I'm just reading these scriptures quickly so that we be able to take off. Joshua 3, he says, and now after the commandment, now watch this, in verse Joshua 3, 1 to um, 11, again, I will be quick. And Joshua rose early in the morning, and they removed from Shittim, and came to Jordan, he and all the children of Israel, and lodged there before they passed over. And it came to pass after three days that the officers went through the host, and they commanded the people, saying, When ye see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, and the priest, the Levites, bearing it, then ye shall remove from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, and about two thousand cubits by measure. Come not near it, that ye may know the way by which ye must go, for ye have not passed this way heretofore. And Joshua said unto his people, and to the people, Sanctify yourself for tomorrow. The Lord will do wonders among you. And Joshua spoke unto the priest, saying, Take up the ark of the covenant and pass over before the people. And he took up the ark of the covenant and went before the people. And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day I will begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I said, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. And thou shalt command the priest that bear the ark of the covenant, saying, When ye come to the brink of the water of Jordan, ye shall stand still in Jordan. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, Come hither and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, Hereby ye shall know that the living, of, the living God is among you, that ye, he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, and the Perizzites, and the Gigashites, and the Amorites, and the Jebusites. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth passes over before you into the Jordan. Now, let's pause there. So, coming back to the message, which is the courageous man, reading from verse 1, Joshua 1 onwards, you realize that, you know, God came to Joshua and said, it's time for you to move on. Amen. Moses is dead. Hallelujah. I know some of you came wondering, I mean, how can I proceed to the next level? How can I make it to the next level? Because we are so limited by what we see. We're so limited by our background. We're so limited. Somebody came to just, I mean, I'm not um, saying anything about the prostate cancer or anything. But we are so moved and think and so engineered by what we see and what we hear. And so the fact that somebody even have even heard cancer today, they are so going to be minded and guided by cancer. Amen. And so now they, they're even so scared when they are hitting the age 45. Amen. Amen. And so, and so, whatever they do now, now before they came, they were free. They even, they even were not thinking about the age of 45. Now somebody has said 45, you might be dying. So now, now, now all of a sudden, they go to the GPT three times in a day. And I'm not saying, go, don't go and do it, your checkup or whatever. But the thing is, we are so limited because of what we hear, what we see, 
and what others have gone through. And that's why God had to come to Moses and say, now listen, Moses has died. In other words, the past is past. Whatever you are hearing does not concern you. I'm saying whatever you are hearing does not concern you. I'm saying it's minus you. Prostate cancer is minus you. It's what you believe in. What you believe in, I actually engineer your thoughts. Amen. And so, when you believe in God, God is saying, it's time for me to lead you. And that's why, and that's why he had to come to Joshua and say, now Moses is dead. Now I'm thinking Moses has already died. Everyone knows that he's died. Okay? You don't need to come and remind me. Okay? But God had to come and remind Joshua because they were still mourning. You are still mourning about your job loss. You are still mourning <laughs> about your visa issues. You are still mourning about all the jobs that have denied you. Amen. But then he said, listen, it is past and gone. It's a new day. Say to anybody, it's a new day. It's, if, if, you, you see, if you are going to possess the land, you've got to be different. I'm saying you've got to be what? Oh, yes. You've got to be different. The room might not be full, but don't look to the left or to the right. But I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is here. You are going to dip, going back dif, as a different person. So, so you are not guided by, you should not be guided by what happened in the past or what is happening or is happening before or after you. God is leading you. And that's why I said, Moses, my servant, is dead. And it's time for you to move on. It's time for you to start mourning. Yeah, you stop the mourning. Stop the mourning. Mourning over the dead body. You see, mourning over the dead. If you are mourning, that doesn't mean the dead will come back to life. It's time for you to move on. But watch this. He came to announce to him that de- Moses is dead. In other words, that past is past. It is going to be a new chapter. There's not going to be a new dawn. And that new dawn means that he's coming with a new spirit. You are not going long, no longer going to move with the anointing of the past. But I'm giving you a fresh deal. Say to you, never fresh deal. And that's why God had to come to him and announce to him, now listen, it's true that he's there, but I'm with you. And so tomorrow we're going. I'm saying we're going to take over. Amen. Now watch this. Now he go and says that everywhere the sole of your feet shall tread, your feet shall tread, there will be what? There is your possession. Now you have to write that down. As a courageous man, you can't, you can't, you can't, you see, you can't lead your family not knowing where you want to go. I was, I mean, when, when Reverend asked me to come and preach or talk to you about business, you see, you cannot be, I can come and give you the secret. <laughs> the secret of making it to five steps, six steps, seven steps, ten steps, back forward, back, backwards and forward. And still, because your mind is so stuck in the past, it's just going to be like, oh, yeah, the man came to preach and he yeah, six steps. Where is it? Where is the six steps? But if you have a different kind of mindset, when he says everywhere the sole of your feet shall tread, there is your possession. It means that, listen, it's God that created the heaven and earth. And if he says, I'm giving you this, who are you to doubt? But it's subject to your thoughts. It's subject to how you behave. It's subject to your mindset. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm a Ghanaian. You are a Ghanaian. Who told you that you were a Ghanaian? You were a human being. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Your identity is in Christ. That's why he said Moses is dead. Stop thinking like a Ghanaian. Stop thinking like a Nigerian. Stop thinking like I'm a Jamaican. And so you are restricted. One in four uh, black men will die. No, no, no. I am born on the kingdom of God. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying don't look at or follow what he said. But you have got to know that when you have the mindset, you are a different person. Amen. I'm saying you are a different person. No weapon form against you because you are of the kingdom of God. Amen. I'm saying you are of the kingdom of what? 
Moses is dead. Every Ghanaian instability, weakness, wickedness is not of me. I hear me. Every Nigerian way of thinking and everything. Oh, don't you know? We are in the UK and you know when you come here, you have to be guided. You know, in this place, you can't go be living there because this kind of place belongs to the people who have got some, they have of different color. As for you, your place is cleaning. Hallelujah. How can you possess the land when you have the kind of mindset? Hallelujah. Say to yourself, lead is yours. <laughs> ah, my goodness. I'm seeing there are some people who have come out from, 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 from places that are not even on the map. And they are possessing the land. Amen. Your country, they can find it on the map. <laughs> I'm saying something. People have come from different countries where when they mention their country, you, can't, you don't even know their flag. And they are doing so well. It's because of the mindset. Amen. I'm saying it's because of what? So, say to your neighbor, Moses is dead. It's time for you to possess the land. Moses is dead. That's why you can't come back to me and say, I cannot do this because of my accent. What, what accent? Huh? I cannot do this because of my, my passport. What passport? Don't you know Joseph was a, was, was a foreigner? Huh? He became, he rose, became a, a prime minister in a foreign land. So you can do it. Amen. You can do it. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, if you go to America, the people who are prospering, prospering majority are foreigners. Amen. So you have to have the mindset that I'm going to possess the land. Now watch this. The next thing that he, he tells them that he see, you see, you cannot go and possess the land without being courageous. Only be strong and what? Be very courageous. The reason why I'm giving you this point is that you cannot start a business and have the mindset of an entrepreneur when you lack the skills and this mindset. This kind of thinking. You think, um, you see the likes of Dangote and whatever, they, they, just, they just started and out of, the, out of the blue they became successful. They had the mindset. My, my, you see Bill Gates? They had a mindset. Amen. Be strong and be very what? Why? Because, listen, in order for you to be successful, you've got to fail. Sometimes you've got to fail. <laughs> oh, watch this. People tend to, you see, failure is, failure is not a destination. Failure is just, fail, failing is part of success. Success is a journey. Failing is subject to your mindset. It's where you decide to stop. Okay? So, so when, when, when Jesus, or when God comes to, to Joshua and said, you have to be strong and be very courageous. That means there are certain things that are ahead of you that if you are not strong and courageous, you will just give up. Some of us are throwing the towel just because of you saw someone with a six-pack in a ring. So you've thrown in a towel. Mm. It's a message, yeah. You've thrown in a towel. Eh? Meanwhile, the, the battle is not yours. You've got, to be, you've got to be in the ring because you know the Lord is on your side and he's fighting your battles. So when you told Joshua, you've got to be strong and courageous, the notice is saying that, listen, the journey is not going to be like smooth sailing. Hunky-dory that you wake up and you have tea, tea, tea and breakfast seven in, in bed for you. Amen. That is not life. You've got to be strong and courageous because where I'm taking you, you've got to know that you can conquer. But you've got to conquer spirits based on the mindset. Amen. Based on what? The mindset. Conquering. Oh, conquering. I'm going to take over. You have to say, I'm going to take over. Be strong and be very what? Courageous. What do you, you see, courage. You see, courage. 
I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this like, like you can put me down, but I am not getting down. I'm not just going to be down. I'm just, if you, if that's what it's like, a, a righteous man must fall seven times then, but still what? Get back up again. Because after putting me down and you still meet back up, 10 seconds, back up, third, back up, fourth, back up, you give up. But some of us, first, second, I tell you, oh, I'm not even showing up. Hallelujah. But it's a ploy of the enemy for you to lose track of your vision, of your objectives, of why God has called you here on earth. Amen. So you cannot be an entrepreneur without knowing. Now listen, you got to be strong and be very courageous because if you want this thing to be success, it means that you've got to go through the rudiments. Things are not going to work sometimes, but because you are strong and of good courage, you know that it's the end game that I'm looking at. Hallelujah. I'm looking at what? The end game. Now watch this. In Joshua 3, watch this. After the commandment had come to to Joshua, watch this now. Joshua, the Bible said Joshua rose up early in the morning. Some of us sleep too much. What are you doing differently? He rose up early in the morning. Huh? You got to be different. You tell your neighbor, in order to be successful, you got to be different. Are you, are, you, are you waking up very early? I'm not saying go and set the dark alarm clock to 3 a.m. But you got to be different now. I'm saying you got to be different. Oh, yes. You see, the reason why the Bible said, recorded it, that he now rose up early in the morning is because, like, you can have a vision and the vision can be dormant because you don't even think about it. You, can't, you don't dream about it and it's now dormant, hidden away. Your business plan, some of you say the business plan is under your bed and whatever. You don't even want to even think about it. When you, you said it to somebody or you discussed it with somebody three years ago and they're asking you, where is it now? So listen, I'm, I'm thinking about another, another one. You think about another business plan. The first one, you didn't even start. Amen. <laughs> how many are going to work on a vision because the reason why it was recorded that he rose up early in the morning is because when the instruction came he became a vision and after the vision he became a mindset after the being a mindset he couldn't he couldn't sleep it was something that was waking him up it was like he was having nightmares until i do this i am not relaxing so he's got to do something different. Amen. <laughs> Some of us are using our food as what? Sleeping pill. That we eat too much, 9 to 10. The doctors are telling you, don't, don't eat too much. Amen. But we have, that's when we have our party before we sleep. So no one that even the alarm bell sound, you want to kick the alarm to uh, throw it outside. You've got to be different. Amen. If you know the food is worrying you and not getting you to wake up early in the morning, you have to what? Get rid of that food. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you know that girlfriend, mm -hmm, I'm bringing it home now. Uh, this is men's conference. Eh? If you know that that girlfriend is now taking much of your time and you have even forgotten about the vision that God gave you, then it means that you, listen, you got to do something. I'm saying you've got to do something. You need somebody who has got the same vision. Somebody who is going to support you. Amen. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I couldn't be here today without my wife. I'm saying without what? Yes. If she was like, oh, you, why are you doing this? I wouldn't be here. But, you know, she always kick me. Sometimes when she sees me like that, I'm oversleeping, she will, she will kick me like that. And I will realize that, oh, listen, uh, I've, got to go. I've got to go. Amen. I've got to go because you, you, you're, you're better have her. She has to have something. The reason why Eve was a woman is because, you know, or was the better half of Adam was, she was taken out of who? Adam. Amen. She was taken out. You see, she was taken, she was part of Adam. Amen. Clone of Adam. So your woman has to be a clone of you. 
Write that down. Clone of you. Amen. <laughs> number, number five. What got me thinking was, he then said, after being, you know, bothered about a dream, he said, sanctify yourself. In verse, in, in, in chapter three, Joshua was telling his people, sanctify yourself. Sanctification doesn't mean you have to go and see the Pope. Hallelujah. Sanctification means that you are separated for this cause. Amen. How many are sanctified? Sanctified for this cause, for this purpose. Separated for this cause. Amen. Separated for this purpose. Amen. If you don't have a purpose, you can't even separate yourself for it. You can't even stand up for, for what you believe in. And if you don't believe in anything, you stand up for anything. You stand up for anything. Oh, let's move here. Oh, we are all going to <laughs> we are all going to lease. And somebody will say, somebody will say, oh no, I'm not going to lease. I'm going to Papua New Guinea. And then you will be like, you are confused. Because you are double-minded. But if you know where you're going, we're going to Leeds. If somebody say, I'm going to go to Papua New Guinea, so bye-bye, you can go to your Papua New Guinea. But I'm going to what? Leeds. That is, that is a person driven. Sanctify. Have you sanctified yourself? Are you, <laughs> are you separated? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Number six. This is how we shall know now watch this. What, this is what um, the Bible was saying in Joshua 3 and verse, verse 8. It says that this is how we shall know that the living God is among you. Amen. This is how. You see, when we are separated, there must be results. Eh? This is how we shall know. Joshua. You see, this is how we shall know. Because when you are following God, there must be, there must be results. Hallelujah. When you have a vision, there must be a res the result. Amen. There must be the, the, the kind of product that I see that gives me the interest to know who you are worshiping. Amen. There must be something different about you. What, what results are you producing? Because this is what the Bible says that in Joshua 3, it says that then this is how we shall know. This is how we shall know that the living God is among you. Amen. And, and let's go there. Let's go there so that and, uh, uh, people will, you know, you, you get to know what I'm talking about. Amen. Hallelujah. In verse, it's verse 10, 3, 3, 10, it says, And Joshua said, Hereby ye shall know that the living God is among you. Uh, hallelujah. That he will without fail, I'm saying without what? Drive out from you, among, before you, the Canaanites. You see your enemies, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Perizzites, and the Gigashites. Now let me tell you, if you want to be a multi-billionaire, it's like, it's like a, a city that you want to possess. But the, the city, there's already people living in it. And these people are illegal. They've taken that land illegally. But when God takes or gives you the mandate, he says that when he gives you the mandate, he has given you the anointing. He's giving what? The anointing to take over the city. Amen. And it doesn't matter who are what are in there. It doesn't matter who are occupying the land. Amen. So whether they are Canaanites, whether they are Hittites, whether they are Hivites, Perizzites, Gigashites, you see, you don't have to run away. Because you know the God that called you, you know that if he has called you to the city, if he has called you to the business, come what may, that business is going to work. Come what may, that business is going to thrive. Come what may, you are taking over the city. The Canaanites and the Perizzites are going to run away. Amen. I'm saying your enemies are going to run away. Amen. 
Now, watch this. The difference between success and failure. Many people want to be successful. Yeah, if I ask you, how many people want to be successful, everyone is going to, oh, hallelujah. Successful people in every field are action-oriented. They are action what? Why failures, fail, failures are talk-oriented. They talk too much. Talk, talk. When you, when you give them the chance, they will talk and talk and talk, but no action. Eh? If you want to see people who have got future, well, the future, and who are going to make it as they say they will, they will, they are the ones that are action-oriented. When they say something, they do it. Because talk is cheap. I'm saying talk is what? You can talk. But the action is where it demands your courage. It demands you to be strong. Amen. Even if you are chatting a woman up that you love and she said no, you have given up. How much more you starting a business that will not will give you problems? Eh? It's a message. You want the woman. You know that she's got everything that you want. But she said no at the first time you are running away. Eh? How, how much more the business a business a business? Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> talk is cheap. I'm saying talk is what? Action. If she says no, go back again. She's probably testing you. Whether you've got the will to survive. Mm. Yeah. Someone will say, oh, no, I'm not coming back. <laughs> no, because she doesn't want to be with a wimp. People who run away when they see a cat or a, a, a what do you call it, a mouse. She wants to be with somebody who is well of, of courage. So when they see something, I mean, at least she can be protected, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, behind you. But when she says no and you are, you are running away, that means that she's testing and you are failed. You have what? Failed. Successful people are auction oriented. People who achieve great things are those who just do it. They just do it. If you come and see something is not right here, you know, it's not like, hey, this church every time, this, the, the, this, the, the chair is facing this side. The chair is facing that. They are always criticizing. But you could have just fixed it. Amen. You could have just what? Fix it. Amen. Action oriented. They just do it. Why those who accomplish little spend too much of their time talking and hoping? I hope, I hope, I hope. And wishing and dreaming and making excuses. Huh? Today, say to your neighbor, excuses are not going to be part of, be part of my language. If you are giving too much of a, too much excuses, then it means that, listen, you are living a life that is, you know, <laughs> you are living in your comfort zone. That's what I'm saying. You are living a life so comf so comfortable that, you know, you are always giving excuses. Oh, why didn't you come to church? Oh, I have to be at work. Oh, okay. Um, why didn't you come to, for the fellowship meeting? Oh, uh, I had a call. Too, much, too many what? Excuses. Thinking that the work is going to take you to where you want to be. But it's God that's going to take you there. So this fellowship is an input to the output that you are looking for. <laughs> Write that down. This here, here. Now, there, now these people want them. They, they want them to, to. You want they want them to be told that you'll be giving fried rice in church before they come to church. Amen. You be giving fried rice. Meanwhile, then when they hear of a party, all night party, they don't even. They, they don't want to even be invited. They will be. They will crash the party. Yeah? They will crash it. Huh? But, but when we have to be here and pray, hallelujah, people don't want to come. Amen. Amen. They spend much of their time hoping, wishing, dreaming, and making excuses. Five ways of staying poor. Uh, you came for men's conference. <laughs> 
Five ways. I've got more. Five ways. Number one, it's, 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 it never occurred to them that they too can become wealthy. Amen. Oh, my, my mom, she, she died poor. My grandma, she died poor. It's in our family. It's not new. I'm used to. I'm, I'm used to. Oh. So it never occurs to them that they will be what? Become wealthy. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, as for me, I can't afford this car. Oh, why? You know, no, no. My, my dad never bought the, such a car. And uh, my uncle, uncle too, she, he tried to buy the car. And that car, he had an accident with that car. So it means that our family don't buy cars. <laughs> Amen. It never occurred to them. Amen. Hallelujah. If it occurs to them, they never decide to become wealthy. Even if it occurs to them, they never decide. It's based on their decision. Amen? You have to decide to become what? Number three, they procrastinate. They what? Procrastination is the thief of time. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow comes also. Oh, no, no. Uh, this thing, uh, let's do it the next month. Amen. Number four, they cannot discipline themselves to delay gratification. They cannot what? Uh huh. If they have hundred pounds, they must they must spend the hundred pounds. Huh? If 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 <laughs> uh, they have food, they must eat all of it. Everything. You go and buy uh, six. <laughs> Bags full on a, in a trolley. T- tomorrow is all finished. They cannot delay. Amen. So it's, when it's telling on your body, now you are fighting the doctor. Amen. They cannot <laughs> discipline themselves to delay what? If, if you want to be successful, you have to discipline yourself. I'm saying you have to what? Discipline. Discipline. Now the language of Christians, they, do, they can say, hallelujah, be so spiritual. When they talk about discipline, they don't want to hear. Hey, I'll go to the next church. I don't want to hear discipline here. Discipline. You can't come in this. My dad, my dad tried. Amen. Hallelujah. You go to the next church. If you really know the truth, and you know that the truth shall set you free. If you leave one hospital and go to the other hospital, they are still under NHS. Uh, write that down. It's, it's coded. Amen. It's coded. You can leave the church and go to the church. If you know the truth, the truth, you know that that management there is still Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So if you can, you can leave, God will still be chasing you. Or he will be, uh, no, letting you know that what you failed here, I'm bringing it here again. You have to pass the test. Amen. They cannot discipline themselves to delay what? Gratification. They operate with a short memory. Everything, oh, when you say, let, let's look in the future, what future? You know, everything is based on a short, now, how they can get a fix. How can they get what? And then they go looking for another fix. Amen. <laughs> That's how people stay poor. Amen. You stay poor because you think you can never become wealthy. And even when it occurs to you, 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 you don't decide on how to become. You procrastinate even if you have the plan. You cannot discipline yourself to delay gratification. Savings. How many have savings? How many have savings? Oh, I, want, I will have, start saving when I have one million pounds. Oh, really? <laughs> Hallelujah. You got to save the little that you have. Amen. They operate with short-time memory. Amen. Entrepreneurs are those who invent businesses. Amen. Do you want want this? Because, you see, entrepreneurs are those who think different. They create. I'm saying what? They create. Are you willing to give up who you are for who you might become. Amen. If you want to be an entrepreneur, think about this thing. Are you willing to give up who you are for who you might become? Amen. Giving up the naming for Makif. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Naming means the old familiar things that you are used to. You go to work. Oh, nine to five. And many of you of us are still, we are used to the nine to five system. And man, you got to have a creative mind. God says, I've given you the ability to create, uh, to create what? Wealth. You, you have the, 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 all the creativity in, on the inside of you to start creating wealth. That you should not be dependent on a nine to five. You should not be dependent on a system. So that if you lose your job, then you don't know where, where you're going. Amen. It's time for you to start creating something. Amen. You have to start creating something. When we say someone is an inventor, it doesn't mean that you come up with a new thing. It's just like you can look at something. Uh, somebody might be selling whatever, but you look at what is missing in that thing. And then you start something and you put that what, whatever is missing on it. And that makes you different. That's an inventor. Amen. Hallelujah. What have you been thinking? Somebody wants an idea out of this world. No, 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 no. Simple things. I'm saying what? Simple things. Hallelujah. Amen. So what are you willing to, to give up? What are, we, are you willing to give up? Your old lifestyle. Uh, your old lifestyle. It must not be based on the nine to five. Today, rearrange your stuff. You must be able to think beyond you. The things that you cannot reach, which you can reach only if you are willing to take up a leap into the abyss. Amen. You are willing to take the leap into the abyss. You don't, you don't know, but you know God is with you. That is the plan that God will make it work. That is the plan that is going to work. Because when you, when you are figuring things out and you think that everything must work based on your intellect and based on how you think, my, my brother, my sister, listen, it, it will take time. But if you take the risk and know that, no, the Lord is with me, I'm going to do this. In spite of the crisis, I am, you see, do you know people became billionaires out of the credit crunch? People who seize the opportunity, they could see something missing. They could seize that now because of this credit crunch, I need to even buy more properties. Today, they are wealthy. But the others who have the logical mind is, oh, credit crunch, then we're not going to buy any property. No, 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 no. But they seize your opportunity. Amen. And today, we are out of it. And they are making 100 times more. Hallelujah. I'm saying they are making what? 100 times more. Hallelujah. One thing that you have to know, an entrepreneur is an inventor. Number two, they do not buy businesses, they create and sell them. You have to create and sell. Amen? <laughs> the business is measured by growth. The business is what? Uh huh. You see, First two years, first two, three years of any business is going to be tough. That's why you need, need to be of good courage and, and, and be strong. Amen. Every three years, the statistics has proven that after three years of the business, it goes down. You know, if the people haven't got the capability or haven't got the will, they just close it down. But if you are able to have the guts to withstand all the, 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 uh, threats and everything that will come fighting you after three years, fourth year, the fifth year, you, be you become profitable. Amen. And then you start gaining the growth. Amen. Seven years, you, st you start even multiplying. And that's where people, seven to ten years, people start selling their businesses. And then suddenly they become millionaires, billionaires. Amen. Hallelujah. How? Oh. Now, when, when you sit and you've heard this and you know that, you see, Joshua was asked to move on and he moved on based on the dream and that dream became his vision and that vision bothering him and he couldn't sleep. Something has got to move you. Tonight I'm urging you, don't go thinking the same, oh, I'm going to work nine, to, I have to Monday back to the same, same old thing. Let something start bothering you. 
the vision of God. Amen. What have you got as a vision that is bothering you, that is not making you to sleep? Me, as, as I'm standing here, listen, I have got dreams that is bothering me. Amen. That's why when, when Rev when called me, I have to be here. Because listen, it might, you might not see that, oh, uh, it's all fancy and all that, but I know where God is taking me. You little things, the obedience to the voice, to the will, and as you do it, boom, you hit the gold mine. It's the, the, how, how God works. That's how God works. He wouldn't call you, I want you to come and pastor 10,000 Sita Church. You must start from the, <laughs> from the bottom. Amen. So as you are here, Monday, please put it down. This is what I'm going to do to set myself what? In position to be wealthy in 10 years time. In 5 years time. Amen. Seven principles. I know I'm, I've got 15 minutes, but we're going to finish. Amen. Seven principles. Are you enjoying this? Hallelujah. Seven principles <laughs> for business success. Number one. No. Number one is, does the product or the service fill a genuine existing need? If you are doing something that nobody wants it, please close it down. Are you, are you feeling a genuine need? Amen? It must fill a genuine what? Need. Hallelujah. Does the product service fill a genuine existing need of the customer? So if, if I'm providing a service, I need to make sure that I'm, I am meeting the requirements or the needs of my people. Amen. Of my customers. Hallelujah. As I've said, you, you look at something, you find out, an entrepreneur is what, you find out what is missing in the service. Eh? These days, customer services, you can see, see some people say they are offering customers, naturally it's not customer service. What can you do different? Hallelujah. Offer a good quality at a fair price. At a good price. Number two. Don't say, oh, I want to make millions, so everything is like 100 pounds. You mark it up 100%. No, set it up. You know the reason why the Indians, Asians prosper? Because they know, they've studied the market. Like, listen, if I just put 50p on this thing, how many customers can I get? They know that they will get about 1,000, 2,000 just because of the people not notifying the difference between them and the Sainsbury's. Uh, or they, they know that even if I come here, it might be cheaper than even Sainsbury's. But not, unbeknown to the customer, they, they, they actually they went to Sainsbury's for their stuff, but they've just put in 20p, 30p, 40p, on it, and they are making what? A lot of money out of it. And so before you know, they are owning their own what? Grocery, grocery supermarkets. Amen. So this is how you do it. Sitting think things that you you can find the, 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 the what is missing and you start it and you put in a small markup price on it. Fair prices. Practice number three. Practice frugality. Amen. Practice what? Frugality. Some of us, you know, everything spend, spend. You spend too much. Even in your own life, you know, no business. How many of you have got accounting? You know what is going out and what is coming in. Oh, the bills can be paid. But you don't even know. You don't have income and expenditure. And so you can't even save. Amen. If something is to happen to you now, your wife doesn't even know whether you have savings. Amen. If something is to happen right now, your wife will be calling 999. Amen. You have to make the, the house safe, not just when you are around. But even in your absence, you know that your wife can live a good life with the children. Amen. Frugality. Amen. Amen. Cash flow is a, like the blood to the brain of a business. Cash flow. Amen. Hallelujah. 
everything you use it to go and buy food the little money you are spending on food and you come and tell your wife that there's no money hallelujah you got to make sure that cash flow is always there it's, it's the, the income and the expenditure and you the house you see a house that has financial difficulty at all times it's as it's it's it set itself for every time for confusion and arguments because you know women you know they thrive in safety safety net if a woman can be assured that oh listen i can work tomorrow and i'll still be fed they will be nice to you yeah they'll be very nice and you have a good home but every time you are always begging and there is lack of money at home. That's where there are some arguments that you think about. Oh, why, why were we even fighting? It's because of you go to, to the nitty-gritty of it. You realize that it was because of money. Lack of what? So make sure you have money. Amen. Guard your cash carefully. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, guard your cash carefully means that if the money start comes in, comes in, coming in, don't now quest. Now I want to buy a Jaguar. Hallelujah. Now I want to buy a Jaguar. <laughs> now you are living big. Guard its word carefully. Amen. Amen. I'm saying you have to guard it what? Carefully. Number th- six, maximize your marketing. Maximize your marketing. Amen. Never give up. And then um, profitability takes four years. You have to be willing to survive. Do everything to survive for four years. Don't be going for loans when you know you can't service it. Amen. Now, I want, I also want to share with you that live with purpose. And commit yourself to your mission. I'm saying live with what? And commit yourself to what? Once committed, never alter your commitment until you have achieved it. Amen. <laughs> until you have achieved it. Amen. Create clear operating standards. Your standards and live by them. Eh? surround yourself with people who believe in you surround yourself with people who believe in what now if you want to go some some a step higher you surround yourself with people who believe in you and not those who are doubting you Amen. amen surround yourself with people who believe in your standards and surround yourself with people who are committed to your standards so listen, if you are going to be an eagle, what do you do? Look for eagles. I'm saying look for what? Some of people are still moving with chickens. Moving with chickens. When we look at your phone contact right now, they're all chickens. Hallelujah. You, you, you see, how do you realize that the person next to you is a chicken? It's like they don't encourage you. Everything that you see, everything about them, or they talk to you about negativity, how you cannot do this and how you can't take a step further or how your background is militating against you. But the thing is, those who have made it, they also had the same issues. They have problems, issues after issues, but they knew they could achieve. And so they surrounded themselves with what? Positive people, those who believe in themselves, those who are, that's why, that's why, that's why anybody who has made it, they'll always go with people that are going to the same direction, going towards the same direction. Amen. You got to be, you got to, you got to have a network. I'm saying you got to have what? What's your network? When we look at your network of friends, are they, are they people that we have nothing to write home about? And all you talk about is what Mickey did yesterday. Or <laughs> gossip. Amen. Or you are talking about Love Island. Is it Love Island or what? Don't even know. Or child, you are talking about, you see, things that don't really matter. Amen. 
You've got to surround yourself with people who are making a love impact. Amen. And that's why, you, you see, I mean, for me, I don't listen to anybody. I just don't listen to anybody who just, just for the sake of it, is on TV. Because nowadays, anybody can buy TV time. Amen. I listen to people who can inspire me. I, listen, I want to listen to people who can put the word in you. Amen. Because they have the anointing. It doesn't matter where they are. When they speak, it comes. It impacts you. They lift you up. They say, you can do it. Because I have done it. Amen. I, I want to network with people who have been through experiences and yet they are still standing. Amen. Don't, don't move with people who just what, who, who just give up because oh, I can't be bothered anymore. Amen. So who are your friends? I'm saying who are your what? Your friends. Who are your friends? If, if we are to search the, your contacts right now, it will tell us where you are going. I'm saying it will tell us where what? You are going. But today I want to tell you that I did, not, I did not come all the way from Birmingham to go back and you also just go back. I mean, the same. But you must have a renewal of what? Mind. Hallelujah. You must have what? Renewal of mind. Now, I'm, I'm just about to end because I know my time is up. And um, I want to tell you this, that 10 years is just going to be like, now this is the Holy Spirit inspired now. 10 years is going to be like a night. Okay? The, the way things are moving now at a fast pace. Eh? How many know that Theresa May was the prime minister about three, four years ago? Three years, yeah? It just happened overnight. He's, she's gone. Someone is taking over. Eh? So if you sit there and say that, oh, 10 years is far off. It's about you killing part of yourself and part of your future. Hmm? Because I am telling you, whether you like it or not, 10 years is going to come. But it's subject to those who want to be like Joshua and said, today, about this time, we are going to possess the land in spite of the Canaanites, in spite of the Perizzites, in spite of the Gigashites, all the enemies, the giants in the land, we are still what? Going to what? Possess. But he gave a clear demarcation of the time and the period. Said three days. We didn't what? Three days. Now, you might be here and you are saying 21 years. I'm 21 years. Oh, I've got Or you might be here about 25 years. You might be here since I'm 30 years. Oh, me might be here 40. I'm 45. Watch this. Whether you like it or not, we all one day will check out. I'm saying we all one day what? But now listen, the checking out is not based on how you were comfortable or how you led your life or whatever. But it's the checking out at the exits. I'm saying at the exits. You will now be now thinking back. Maybe you've lived your life for 50 years or 60 years. Now, watch this. Now, straight away, those who are checking out from here, you know, there's a thin line between life and death, okay? Now, the moment the people know that they are now checking out, now, the, what the angel of death presents to them now, if they've lived here 80 years, it becomes a flash. Yeah? It becomes like a screen, like somebody rolling the screen, like from age to 10 to 70. What was I doing? And within a flash, it's going to tell you where you are going. I'm saying it's within a flash. So people who live here, die here, they know where they are going, heaven and hell. And they know the price. That's why, you see, Paul said, forgetting the things that are behind me. 
Why did, why did he say forgetting the things? And watch this. He said, I pressed on. Do you do know the word pressed? Now go and check the dictionary yourself. I'm not going to be too English. I'm not English. I'm a Ghanaian. But I'm telling you, pressed on means that he knew there was something higher. So don't be thinking here and say, I'm 20 years. I have my time. You have no time when you are at the exits. It's going to show you whether you were 60 years here on earth at a flash. The angel of death will show you within a flash. 60 years will be like a flash. What you did that you were gallivanting, that you were wasting your time, that you were doing all sorts of things, that in spite of the preaching, in spite of the Moses, in spite of the Joshua's, in your life, trying to deposit things, trying to make you change your lifestyle, you were still focusing on the food, you were still focusing on the lifestyle that you thought were, were, were the luxury, the women, the things, the clubbing, the things that did not matter in a flash. That's why, that's why the people, when, when they say they, they are going, suddenly say, Jesus, somebody who had not even believed Jesus before, they will be shouting, Jesus Christ, because they've shown, the, dim, the, the angel showed them within a flash, and they go. What are you doing to change your destiny? And I'm going, the destiny is so sacred. That's why I'm not wasting another minute another time. You think, yeah, my coming here is a waste of time. No! It's no waste of time. When Saul became Paul, it was a change of destiny. You don't realize that all you need is for that thing to come off your eyes. That thing is blocking you. You think you have time. We don't have time, oh! You want me to speak in Ghanaian? We don't have time. Pressed on for the things. The prize of the higher calling. Because there is a prize. When you know there is a prize, you are not stressed. I'm saying you are not stressed. I'm telling you, you are not stressed. Because I do not compare myself to others. Eh? I do not compare to myself. Because the race is not to the swift. He's the able one, the one who is able to remove one and set up kings. The reason why you stress so much is because you are comparing yourself to one another. Stop comparing yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. God says in his own time, he shall make all things what? Beautiful. Amen. So when you know your calling, I am telling you, you shall not die before your time. Write that down. You know why people die before their time? Because they never, ever try to discover their calling. Sit on here on earth, you know, they are eating this beef and burger. Banku and all that, okra soup. Did you go to heaven and you look for okra soup? There's no okra soup and banku. But Paul said, a price for the, the price. Was you asking for okra? Do you know the price? Territories. Heaven, we have territories. Don't go and think that, oh, I could have lived a higher life. That would have given me a territory in heaven. People come to church because they are saved. The save is not an end game. Press for their higher calling. Beginning. Territory. Some of us have been given territories already, but we are sleeping on the job. Sleeping on the job. Hallelujah. Huh? Been given, I mean, I, I know, I'm, but now the spirit has taken over. I'm prophesying, but you guys don't know. Some people have been given names, and they are used to the names. Oh, that's my dad's name. So I'm a, if I'm a Boji, I'm a Boji. I must behave a Boji. You know my tribe? No, 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 no. The name above all names is Jesus. When it comes upon you, it doesn't matter whether you are Boji or Busumpim or, or Furiata or whatever. It comes upon you. And he said that the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ upon from the dead, if it comes upon you, you your mortal being shall be what? Quicken. That means you shall run the race and not be weary. 
How many want to fly? Like eagles. Fly like eagles. Don't let your account dictate the pace of your life. You punch in every time it's negative, negative. So you've, you've given up. You are looking for the man to marry. Who is going to save you? Amen. It's time for you to know that with Christ, all things are what? Possible. You can become, that's what I'm saying. God is, God is saying, just tell them 10 years. 10 years is like a night. It will come, but it depends on who wants to take over. Who wants to take over? So, 10 years, we don't want to come and you are still in your little room. I don't want anybody to know me. Last time I was saying to the church, I'm going to end. Somebody said, oh, as for me, I don't want anybody to know me. Even my address, I've taken the number of the, of the door. If, and so the post office is all, post office man is always confused. They get there, is it 12, 14, 16? And, and then you come out, yeah, is it my letter? No. Stop hiding! Stop living a life. You are hiding too much. They call you a non-call, a non-call. No, 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 I'm not picking up. A non-call. This, this one must be HMRC. Pick the up. I'm saying pick it what? Because what I'm telling you, when Joshua had to cross over the Jordan, it meant that all the things that was militating against him, the giants, the, the, the mountains, I'm saying, he said, once God had called me, I am going to cross over. So who are you, HMRC? Now when the police are following me, I just, I just park and say, Man, are, are you, are you, are you alright? Oh yes! They get scared of you. Because if the, if, if, if the hunter Huh? Hunt you, yeah? you become the prey. But when you switch, you become the hunter. That's why, that's why they became, become what? Afraid of you. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed today? Thank you. Amen. Amen.